0: Hi there, this is Dan Russell, and I'm doing an interview today with Two Dads and a Podcast. I play Richard Waterson in the show The Amazing World of Gumball, as well as the Donut Cop and Penny's Dad uh, and a few others. I'm also a voice director, and as you may see, I waffle on Talking Shop a lot. I hope <laughs> you enjoy this.
1: Welcome to Two Dads and a Podcast. The Podcast of Podcasts. podcasts. To Two Dads and a Podcast. The podcast. Stay tuned later for more Two Dads and a Podcast.
2: The podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just gonna be my whole contribution now going forward. It's just saying the podcast. Two Dads and a podcast. The, the, the podcast.
1: We should we we need to start merchandising.
2: what do you you want to set a cup
1: on my face no coasters nobody buys t-shirts anymore they buy coasters
2: oh I I, I buy t-shirts that's why I'm wearing a t-shirt have you ever been in a
1: house without coasters I I do have
2: coasters (laughs) but I didn't buy them though I I got got them for free so I have Power Ranger coasters up there and I've never used them I I have some DC coasters They they stay in the pack Green Lantern and Batman and Superman yeah I got them. Every freak. now and
1: then, I'll I'll bust them out and I'll pretend I'm morphing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're because
1: anyway. they're shaped like the belt.
2: This week we have another episode of our interview series. Of this two time, dads and a podcast. Yes, two dads in a podcast. This time with. <laughs> none podcast? other than dan russell mostly yeah. mainly known for his role as richard Waterson from I mean, the amazing world live of gumball yeah if you live in the uk, he yeah, in the UK he's his. done a lot of uk like cartoons and kids cartoons and
1: yeah uh, radio advertising music and a whole bunch he's a yeah. very
2: very um
1: a, a prominent talented yank. musician <laughs> Man.
2: Yeah, dude. he was a, he was a guitarist for a long time. Uh, he's a, a voiced director, a casting director, you know, he, he's I done mean, a ton. I don't, ton of stuff in the, in, in the, the voiceover yeah. and acting yeah, and he, he's music working
1: on big projects now.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Which you'll learn exciting. more about in just a moment when we switch over to the interview. Yes. So when here we, we go, guys,
1: over to two dads in a podcast, the, the podcast the interview, interview
2: series. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, sit back and enjoy the interview on two dads in a podcast, the podcast, the interview series. Hello, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hey.
1: Hello. how are you doing?
0: Great. I just Great. heard that
1: voice this morning. Pardon me? I, I just heard that voice this morning while I was getting the kids ready for school. <laughs> What? Really, what? Gumball? Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, good. That's that's a family favorite of uh, in this house, obviously. But oh, that's uh, great. excited to see you guys are doing the movie here. I mean, I'd heard so much about the rumors, but uh, I didn't actually see about it till you uh, sent us the email.
0: Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know about that until about four or five days ago myself. But yeah, um, that's
1: that's crazy. A friend of mine
0: uh, just kind of let me know, and um, yeah, it was. It's just. <laughs> mine it's a movie. I mean, <laughs> uh, we have we have no idea about time, but just the fact that that they've someone made it official is a, it, it it's you know it's good to know.
1: Right. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we didn't we didn't want that show to end. There, there are only a few shows that really are so good that we, that we never want them to stop, and that was one of them. Like that, and like the Adventure Time uh, mm-hmm. show, which they're still making new stuff for it too. So just, just to be able to see it live on is
2: cool.
0: Yeah, I know. They, uh, I was talking to my director, uh, Richard Overall, and uh, it, it, and when it was coming to an end, he, he did comment, you know, dude, we made a lot of shows. <laughs> 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 I mean, there are a true. bucket of shows. <laughs> uh, but no, you never, I mean, I was just, I was just, as you go through, it's, it's hard. You can't be objective about it. It was just nice to see a new season coming. What is interesting is that uh, they, um, I don't think they, commissioned normal numbers of show it's usually 26 and 52s and
2: mm-hmm, they were yeah.
0: commissioning like 40s and and lots of lots of different numbers uh but um yeah it was, it was just yeah it just went we did six seasons and yeah. um and and then and did, i think we did 40 shows in the last season and i play 11 characters in the show and don't ask me to name them because I can't <laughs> um, you know the uh donut cop and and uh of course richard uh and Gary Hedges, I think there's a few few, oh, okay. few guys I do in there and th- the process was I'm sure you figured it out the process was just you show up and uh and uh, you get s- scripts a couple of days before the show and you just have a quick peruse and see what you're doing, put it in some kind of context, and we record one person at a time and
1: uh, yeah, that show that show is one of the fastest paced shows I think I've seen very fast, paced, yeah. And, but it's <laughs> was, really intelligent what is it like getting a getting one of those scripts and it's just a little bizarre and out there but super smart
0: uh the bizarre and out there you, you can't doesn't phase me at all <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't care you know i i i it's it's it a friend of mine who was was as was lead actor in another series said said one time uh do you think much about richard and i said no he's doing that That's what you're going to (laughs) do. Yeah. Cause uh, cause, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, as far as the surrealness, no, I I just bring it on. Um,
2: I love shows that are just out there. Surreal, just weird. Yeah. But then, but
0: the, but the Todd thing, you know, it's like baseball. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Um, You know, it's hard to write that, write that out there stuff, but have it plot be plot somewhat plot motivated. Oh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, for sure. Because it doesn't ring true otherwise. It's just silly stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the that's the interesting, you know, can you can you get out there enough, uh, you know, to, to write uh, off the wall type of stuff. But it, it, the lesson I, I learned years ago uh, is that if you don't do something f- for real, people can tell. And it started for me, I was doing a commercial. I was doing it, I was doing a radio commercial for a pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and you had to be dead oh, straight. Yeah, you, you know, when oh, when, <laughs> when that when that special one in your life passes on, you want it, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And um I realized then that unless for that 30, 40 seconds while you were doing it, you were completely invested in dead serious.
1: Yeah.
0: It uh, something in the human voice sounded like it was not real and and and, and and that's what was nice with Gumball was that it, 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 no matter how silly it got, everything seemed to have some kind of a a, a line through it, some kind, right. of, uh, some kind of a purpose. But uh, to answer your your question, sorry, I'm being very verbose here. Uh, it was just just I'd like to say more, but it was just plain wonderful. You, yeah, you, know, you, you knew the scripts were on it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't right. question it. You just just did it.
1: It's hard to uh, to find a, a show that both the kids and the parents can enjoy and, and get something out of. So it's, it's crazy that we've talked about this before. Every time a show like that comes out, I think you, this is it. This is the last one. They're never going to make another show that appeals to me. And then another one comes out. And it, it's <laughs> great to be able to find those. Well,
0: there's a lot of clever people out there. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. And uh, I, I guess it's just the ability to... I don't know, to create these, you know, it's just writing, writing, writing. It just, just comes down to that. I mean, it's yeah. just, just so important. A bunch of the BAFTAs that uh, Gumball won was for writing. I don't uh, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. They won like seven or eight BAFTAs and five or five daytime Emmys and a bunch of other things. And right. uh, a lot of that was for, a lot of that was for writing. Um, I mean,
1: it was definitely a very character driven show and, the like you said it's it's really hard to string along a plot line while while all that madness is going on and i guess a lot of fans were disappointed by the ending because of that because they were just sort of invested in these characters and i it's great that we get to have it wrapped up in a movie i'm always a fan for that
0: there was some pretty weird there were some very weird shows in gumball and i know that <laughs> I, I think that's I know, an
2: understatement
0: <laughs> yeah i know cuz of course i wasn't in all of them and so you you know i'm i'm not you know constantly uh constantly uh watching w- what they're doing but i i know right. there there are some shows in there that were getting we're getting a little <laughs> A little no. bit surreal yeah. even for the guys. <laughs> You're aware of it, and it's and it's and and it's and you see some of it, but but I don't watch it a great deal. In fact, the other night my son's home from university, and uh, we just sat and watched Gumball the other night for a uh, for a uh, part of an evening. And um, then my then my wife flipped up on anim- Amazon um, the cast, and um, there wasn't a picture of me, so I went to bed in absolute puff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how, how
0: dare they do that? <laughs> uh, but when it when Gummo came out the kids were little uh um um gee i think i think they were like like eight and ten or something like that and so uh it kind of i was i was a, a hip voice dad sometimes <laughs> and, uh, and not at others right but, uh the fact that your voice- dad
2: is always kind of there You can't get rid of that.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, there, there is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, when I'm doing stuff around the house or something, uh, you know, it's (laughs) they just they just look at the Richardson dad it's you um, <laughs> but uh jack uh my my son was little and i, I tell this story I, I don't do voice over dad stuff i never did you'd think you know it's pro voice guy when you're reading the stories for the kids and all that stuff and i never did that i thought that was a form of torture but i actually <laughs> accidentally did it once uh he made me really angry and he was about five and, 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 and he just, he just made me really angry and I picked him up by his, by his, his stomach. And I brought him nose to nose to me. And I, and I looked at him and I said, I brought you into this world and I can take you out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's and he never forgot
0: it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used to do a lot of, uh, trailers, you know, all that, uh, La Fontaine type of stuff. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I do that. So, uh, uh, I did. Well, there was one episode on uh, Penny's dad. Um, oh, okay. I, I played Penny's dad. And yeah. There was, a, there was a cute scene in it where, uh, where um, I got to do the Liam Neeson speech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was that came out came out well, but you know. I I have a set of skills and all that, you know, that stuff. Yeah, it's been a a good show and we might be making a movie and I'm, uh, I'm directing a lot of, I do a lot of voice directing. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's uh, a lot of that. Um, How's that going? It's good. Uh, People will ask me to find a cast. So I'm a casting guy and uh, I'll find a cast for them. And, uh, and of course everything's remote. My wife has been really unwell the last three years. uh, And I was, uh I was trying to uh work from my own studio more and more and more anyway and so yeah. it's worked out pretty good so uh so some days I'm directing and some days I'm voicing him doing some commercials here and um, I'm I'm uh, voice directing a show starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which oh, is oh, wow! Fun. Um, <laughs> I'm not directing Mr. Schwarzenegger uh, himself, but I'm directing everybody else, and uh, I cast it, and I get to play the bad guy. So uh, oh, nice. oh, I'm cool. me the bad guy with Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Which is, <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's kind of how the days play out. I it, it's it's almost it's it's almost turned into an an endless weekend. You know, right. pick up go. Go to the studio, hang out, do stuff, wine 30, binge watch, go to sleep, repeat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound so bad to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm, not, I'm,
0: I'm not complaining. You know, even after all these years, uh, you, you know, you still got to wait for the phone to ring and that never goes away. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty scary. Uh, but, uh, you know, we managed to manage to to keep on keeping on. So are you guys in Ohio?
1: We yeah. are, yeah. Yeah, we are.
0: That sounds so romantic to me. oh uh, Ohio.
1: <laughs> we it's, it's not, about getting out of Ohio. Fun, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I'm I'm one of those awful people that's an East Coast, West Coast guy and I've hardly ever been to the West Coast. I'm from Boston originally. Right. And uh I was supposed to be a rock and roll star. Uh, uh I can relate uh yeah yeah i can see the guitar what's that behind
1: you uh gibson es 125 ooh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. got yeah good deal i got a, i got a go. couple hackstroms hanging around here too oh that's
0: nice that up there is, is sort of where i my guitar wreck i got seven i was a pro guitar player for a while uh,
1: yeah i read that yeah in,
0: in, er, er, early on but uh uh, yeah, so I was from Boston, and uh, I hate to say because it it's so boring, but the whole British invasion just kind of happened, and I was playing music. I was playing, I was coming to on, you on the Kingston Trio and the Beach Boys, Ricky Nelson, and, you know, all that stuff, ages and yeah. ages ago. And then the whole 60s happened, and blah, blah, blah. But I got my degree in business, but they had a, uh, I was in upstate New York at Ithaca College, and they had a program in London. And you could just sign on the dotted line and come to London for six months or oh, a year. Wow. So I came. Oh, wow. out. For a year, and London was just like an old worn shirt. It just felt great from day one yeah. for me personally. Maybe that's kind of a being an East Coast guy. I don't know, but in <laughs> my mind, if I was going, you know, I like I said, I got my degree in business. But in my mind, if I was gonna try to play and sing and and perform, it was going to be New York or LA. And New York scared me to death. I did not want to be an how to work musician <laughs> in New York, and and L.A. and the West Coast felt like a just another planet. It was all big stadium rock, and and in my mind, I I just didn't have the maybe the guts is the word to, to 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 make that change and i was here in london and i made a few connections and so i came back in 77 and i've been here uh, ever since and then the voices and i did nightclubs six nights a week for six or eight years playing and singing yeah. and uh then in 84 uh the voices kicked off and i realized i was good at it and uh and thoroughly enjoyed it and i've been speaking and singing ever since um and i uh we start i started cartoons about 93 94 and right. um yeah I'm, I'm knocking on four or five thousand shows now
2: <laughs> we've done no, a lot because yeah. it's
0: always it's all series work you get them in batches of 26 and and or uh, 52 and you <clears throat> you never know where they're going to be showing or what's going to happen to yeah. them, just Give it your best shot. And um, the amount of autonomy I've had has just been insane. I've gotten to direct a lot of them and, and put a lot into it. And then Gumball arrived and here I am.
1: Cool, cool. Uh, we talked to a lot of people who start out voice acting and then like pick up music. And it, I think it's a little less common for them to have started with music and then gone into voice acting. Does it make you see or does it make you approach a role differently? Do you... Does it help with the voicing or the breathing or well, sort of a rhythmic um, phrasing?
0: Um, there are there are a lot of musical people that that go into voice acting because they because uh, of having of having a a good ear. But I don't know what parts of the brain work in different people. We have a guy who's just he. he we used him in a show. Uh, we I did a lot of shows. A really nice fella and very very good voice artist but he hated to sing. He could not sing. He would not sing to the point that we used to just have so much fun making him sing. Just to watch. <laughs> just to watch. <laughs> said, Come on, let's get let's get him to sing today.
1: <laughs> and
0: um and and yet the impersonations he would do would be scary.
1: They were That's so. Crazy.
0: If he doesn't have a musical ear, how is he doing that?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So to
0: answer your question, the path that it goes through through an individual's head is is uh, is its own path. Right. You know, you think musical people would be, uh, you know, they 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 would have a, a leg up on non musical people, and yet he could do this. So that's a that's an answer. That's a non answer to <laughs> your question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. really know. Um, the, the I just thought that audio stuff was was fun at the time in 84 when i started speaking uh the acting community the anybody recorded community really looked down their nose at commercials and cartoons because it wasn't done right um Mm -hmm. it was beneath them and 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 i thought damn this is art this is fun (laughs) <laughs> yeah. and, and I've never questioned it since. Uh, yeah, um, There's
2: a there's a whole dynamic to it that a lot of people tend to overlook because it's cartoons, because it's childish or, you know, but it, it is absolutely an art medium. Um, same thing with video games. I know they're, you know, last oh, so many years, video games kind of went through that same thing where people would kind of look down upon it. Um, and now we're really starting to realize like this is... This is an art form just like movies are just like, you right. know, creating a TV show and and there's a lot of work that goes into it.
0: It, it there, there is an, and it's uh yeah, it's I I've I found it, you know, very very rewarding. I mean, In hindsight, I probably should have been a walk around actor as well, but I just, uh, I didn't, you know, didn't go that route. But, uh, yeah, I, I, obviously video games have gotten a lot more complicated and a, and a lot better, but there was a real attitude towards it then. And now it's it's much less. And then the, the, the situation with the, uh, the unions and all that kind of stuff changed a great deal here in the early 90s. And we got a bunch of people, like James Taylor says, when he was younger, it was, it was the, the, it was hard to get into the room with the important people that's what you had to do was get into the room Mm -hmm. with the important people whereas now with all the different forms of communication, it's easy to get into the room with the important people. When you get in there, there's a million and a half other people in the
2: room. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you've got you've got outlets like this, you know, Zoom call. Exactly. We, there's no way we would have had a, an interview today <laughs> if we weren't oh, able exactly. to, you know. Um, so, exactly. but now is definitely too the the time of creation, you know, with new content creators and amateur people having outlets to have their voice and their ideas be heard. So like kind of to piggyback off of that thought, are there, are there any, as a director, are there any like up and coming uh, people that, you know, you've seen that we should keep an eye out for any voice actors?
0: If you're asking about voiceover in general, I would say for anybody who's uh, starting or, or, or listening is, is just start with what you do. What does your voice sound like and work outward from there. So you can't, so if you say, uh, if you're watching a a television or listening to something say, you know, I could do that. It's like when you're a kid, you, you know, you watch somebody play baseball and you think, yeah, I can do that, or you think no? <laughs> There's no way I can do that. Uh, and you, you kind of instinctively know, and, and and um, but and and you work out from that, and uh, so so start with the way you actually sound, and then and then um, you know, just just write copy from commercials or or, or whatever you want to, just work out, work out, and and exercise that muscle as it were. Of course, with Richard, there was no template. He just appeared. <laughs>
2: no i I like that advice that's
0: people me where richard came from and i have no idea (laughs) Uh, i do know that i couldn't do richard uh i couldn't do richard without i couldn't speak softly in richard's voice (laughs) Right. T- <laughs> you always have to be very loud otherwise you couldn't find him <laughs> and i eventually managed to do that but uh forgive me for not answering your question about uh, up-and-coming artists you don't sort of it's not like that you it's it's you know your agent calls you you go to a situation you you, you meet various people If my process as far as casting is concerned is, is if i'm casting a show i'll put in uh kind of a ratio of two to three i'll put in two ringers two people i really know and trust and then i'll put in three people that i don't know and that's how i find new people
1: as a, as a musician me, you, 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 yeah oh i was just gonna say as a musician what what's some of your favorite music to listen to
0: oh i'm a rykooter guy
1: oh yeah nice
0: yeah i'm a finger picker i'm a i'm a yeah. uh, I, I played you know james taylor rykooter uh all that kind of quite americana kind of stuff but i just love i've got the got the nails
2: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, i i, I kind of like all that uh that type of stuff. Yeah, that's that. That's kind of what I do.
2: So earlier, you you mentioned that uh, you're you're doing a thing with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, do you remember like one of the first people you met when you, once you got into uh, voice acting? Do you remember like who the first person you met that really made you kind of geek out? Like, wow, I'm really part of this. This is really happening.
0: The the feeling that I think you're asking happened really really early really early when i was asked to go to sing for a session i mean I, I just remember that day you know oh my gosh i'm getting paid to go to do a session um so there wasn't uh, a, any particular particular person it was just we were just hustling everything we could and you you, you see different business uh, opportunities and you try to follow them forgive me for not being more articulate but was a just a stri- uh, it was a stream of things some somebody said to me uh i i i did a tv commercial and i played the guitar and i produced it and i sang and it was a big hit and somebody said you know uh you ought to be doing voices And so what's that and they said it's this and i thought oh my gosh and they gave me entree to a to an agent and of course you're gonna You <laughs> at that time there was only like five guys in the whole of London, that were allowed to work, that were Yanks, that were American. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was only five that the... they could call. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and so it was, you know, it was very, very, it was, it was very, very different. And um, uh, anyway, uh, I, and again, at that time, I was doing nightclubs, so I was, you know, I was working for for twenty-five bucks a night. You know, right. just, just yeah. beating myself up. Uh, and then somebody, and, and I never, ever ta- I don't like talking about money, but the money was different doing commercials. And I thought, oh my gosh, what is this? I need to be doing more of this. And I loved it. I think that's the, that's the point is that I, I realized I needed to be doing it. And I really, really liked, you know, just the process. The, the, yeah. the whole.
2: I do have a, a fun question that, uh, that we usually like to ask is, do you have any like uh, crazy or weird on the job moments that have happened. You brought that up earlier.
0: Yeah, I brought it up because I was I was concerned about asking about it. I mean, uh, this like I said, mostly that we just we 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 just laugh a lot, and that's not a a, a big help. I mean, there was one. I I I tried to find out whether or not uh, uh uh Mike Oldfield's Moonlight Shadow was a big hit in the states, and it wasn't. It was a massive hit over here and uh so it, it it takes the point out of the story a bit but i was singing uh i was singing uh, radio items uh you know w a o c
1: all that stuff. <laughs>
0: uh and they and i was doing it for two days it was a three-day gig and we were doing it for two days and we we're doing like three to four part harmonies trebled and then a lead over the top. And you do it again and again and again, do it all day. And I'm singing with this girl and she's a very nice girl and she's a Scottish girl. And the morning of the second day of recording, I, uh, I, uh, was half asleep and half awake and I could hear this girl. I was singing with sing this big hit. And I thought, man, she would sing that really, really well. I've got to tell her. So I went to the session and halfway through the session, I said, she said, Megan, you know that song Moonlight Shadow? She says, Yes. You know the great big hit that's been a number one hit in the whole of Europe for weeks and weeks and weeks. She says, Yeah. I said, You could sing that really well. She said, I did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, nice. I've been, nice I've been
0: move. Putting a, a, a foot and a half away from the woman for for two or three days. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a few like that there's a band called Damage I think I asked the guy what he did for a living I asked Eric Burden what he did for a living the animals once
2: <laughs>
0: uh, the Eric Burden of the animals I said do you, what do you do
2: <laughs>
1: oh man
0: Anyway, we digress. We should be talking cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine.
2: Um, what's, your, um, but, what's your favorite yeah. cartoon? Yeah.
0: What's my favorite cartoon? Oh, Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. There was a scene in there was a scene in Hundred and One Dalmatians when I was a kid, where where the hundred at the end with hundred and one Dalmatians and the pretty lady with the pretty dress that was like the pretty lady that I thought was pretty, yeah. and the husband was a songwriter, and they lived in a house and i thought that's it that's what i'm doing i was about six and i I got there i got there i got a swedish wife and 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 i don't have dalmatians but i live and then the house that i was talking about is actually up the street i'd never lived in that house but it was it was that groove i don't know there's something about that kind of making that making a living doing that kind of stuff you liked and and in a sense uh I, I got there, but inspiring cartoons. I did Roger Rabbit. Uh, I saw Roger Rabbit oh, nice. and I thought I sat there, had a bit of an epiphany and said, cause that was about the time I was kicking off. And I thought, dude, this is what you need to do.
1: Yeah. That was this a is great. This, this is yeah. Stuff.
2: Roger Rabbit. Great so, movie. Long that time and, favorite.
0: I met, I, I, I can't say I met Fleischer, but I shook his hand uh, very pissed in a club in LA, the only time I've ever been to LA. And I met him and said, I think you're really cool. He said, Thank you. Bye. Did the same thing with <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber. I did the same thing with Andrew Lloyd Webber. I met him once. And uh, oh, wow. was a girl called Jill, Jillian Lynn, who was the choreographer for Cats. Uh, for, um, and. Uh, <laughs> We hung out a little bit and uh, she said, You have to meet Andrew. Andrew. You have to meet Andrew. So there was, I was brought up to meet Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I swear to you, this is like four days before Cats opened. And Elaine Page is down and the, on the stage singing, you know, da, 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 that whole thing. And she taps Andrew Lloyd Webber and says, Andrew, this is Dan Russell. He's a wonderful songwriter from there. You have to meet him. He shook his hand and she, she said, Hello. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I just left. I mean, talk about bad timing. But uh, yes, I've had a few of those, <laughs> a few of those meetings before. But I mean, just to be have known Jillian Lynn's a big deal. She's a she's famous, famous choreographer. I think you know, P if you get asked, you know, like who have you met, what have you done, you don't think about it, and then yeah. slowly you remember you, you know, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you can't you can't walk around Soho for. Forty years, and not meet a few people. Yeah,
2: I imagine. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. completely fair. That's completely fair.
0: Uh, oh, by the way, uh, back to cartoons. We have a show called Elliot from Earth, uh, which yeah. is coming out on the Cartoon Network.
2: Oh,
1: okay, okay, uh, cool.
0: That's that's the same people as the Gumball guys. Oh, um, nice. uh, I'm doing there. about three characters in that. I'm not doing anything as big as Richard. Uh, but that was announced the other day. I don't know if there's a date from that, but that's called Elliot. Elliot from Earth. And we don't have a sh- uh, a release date for the uh, the the Schwarzenegger uh, thing that I'm doing with that. But we are I'm on episode one, uh, episode 16 out of 26, so we're moving we're moving along with that. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of cartoon related things. Um, I go to I went to Comic Con here one day one year and was just
2: scared. <laughs> Man, going as like somebody who goes to conventions like that, it can be intimidating. I can only imagine what it's like for the talent that is featured at places like that, you know, with all these fans just ravaging around you. (laughs) Well
0: I was I I was uh I was disappointed Cartoon Network and the guys didn't didn't do more in the merchandising side and taking us to things like that because you know obviously it was a, a portal and I love talking about it. But no, I just went as a person. Nobody knew who I was.
2: Oh which nice. Was, which <laughs> nice. was fine.
0: Uh yeah. uh but it but it was just there was a there was a kind of yeah, nerd out intensity there. That I just it, thought
2: <laughs> it can be a bit overwhelming even as, you know, like I've been to uh, you know, besides of course the last couple years, um, but I've been to an anime convention. Uh, what is it? Like 12 12 years. I went to the same one and I watched it grow from like a 3,000 person convention to a 15,000 person convention. yeah wow. it man, the <laughs> it's it's intense just walk, just simply walking around and all the different stuff going on and the fandoms and everything. It's
0: well, it's nicely put what you say, because it is it's just intense. But you, I don't know if we've got a word for it yet. There's just some kind of. Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of floating around the room and think, whoa, this is intense. and I don't know why. Yeah. So it'll like sort of like day two at, at, in your first grade class.
2: yeah there you go
0: this is weird and i don't know why oh (laughs) but of course games are getting much more uh uh you know they're they're acquiring i don't know if if it's the industry trying to big itself up or if there is this level of interest you know but you know calling calling games sports and stuff it's all kind of part of the the ebb and flow of whatever gen they're working on at the moment is it gen z or
2: I'm, I'm sure. uh, I think we're on the eighth generation or or is it the ninth generation of video game consoles. When did
0: we start? You know oh, it started <laughs> with Joni Mitchell. as generation one.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> with those sorts of things, I suppose it there's there's a side of anywhere a person can make a buck, they're gonna try to do it. Um so, and you know, was ever thus and and we'll just see which stuff stays and which stuff has a life and which stuff doesn't.
1: Yeah, games, without
0: a doubt. I wish I would like to do more games, but, uh, games are, you know, they're disciplined unto themselves, but it's, it's just trying to invest each line that you're doing, knowing it's going to be chopped and changed and moved all over the place. Right. With as much authenticity. I did a game
1: once, <laughs> I did a game
0: once where, you know, like I said, you, you try to give it all you got. And it, it was a war game. And of course I, it was like a two hour session and, and it was blood on the mic. It was like, could you die again, please? Die again. Now, this one, I want you to be stuck in the side of the head and die. And as you die, I want you to be have your leg cut off. You know, <laughs> oh, all this, geez. all this stuff. And, and, and you do it. I swear, this is the truth. Uh, this week, and and as a little aside, this is in the same studio that they recorded "Hey Jude" in. Uh, oh wow. In, uh, anyway, so where were <laughs> and this sob and the audacity. We recorded all these lines. I mean, it was about. 12, 14 pages solid of just line after line. It was, it was a fair old bet. He said, we finished this. He said, now we're going to do it again. Said, Why? <laughs> he said, because we're going to do, do the version where you're allowed to swear.
1: Uh.
0: <laughs> so Come he handed me the script again, which was just full of, you know, F word and this word and that word. And like an idiot, I, I said, yes. And I think it was the closest I ever came, and really heard my voice. My voice is fairly—I shouldn't say it's indestructible, indestructible because something dreadful will happen. But I've been very lucky in that in that respect. You know, I maybe I was saying to somebody the other day about teaching or you know doing lectures because somebody asked me to do that. Uh, you forget all the stuff you learn, and so it makes it kind of hard to talk about it. Right. So I'm probably doing stuff to keep my act together, my brain together. You know, I'm probably going through rituals that you know that have been going on for, you know, 35, 40 years or
1: yeah
0: to get yourself done. I notice it with my kids. I'll ask them to do cuz they're in uh, Jackson Gumball and a few other things as well and I'll ask them to do things and they won't react. And I will say to them, "How could you not possibly react? How could you not possibly do that preparation?" And they're saying, "What? What? Why?" What? <laughs> to me, it's second nature all the time. And then maybe that's what that's what being a uh, pro voice person is maybe that's what
2: it is. It's all, it's all nice. Yeah. I, I remember a couple people we've talked to that have done video games, especially like where you have a, a two hour session that is pretty much just yelling into the mic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or so. you, you have to do it because you're going this direction, but then you need to give a response because you're, they could also go this direction or you have, so to you have a eight similar response. Voice lines <laughs> they could the also the go this area. direction. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't well,
0: it, yeah, it is, it is that. And it, that makes a very interesting point, uh, because uh, that's really interesting. I got a theory that, uh, how do I put this succinctly? Uh, visual people are visual people, and they very often don't hear stuff. But in my opinion, a lot of visual people won't admit it, whereas audio people will. Audio people will say, I can't if I draw a picture of you, you're gonna get a stick figure. (laughs) I can't draw anything at all, but I can hear everything. Now that's a generalization, I know, but very often visual people they'll direct you. That's why I'm a decent director. I've had I've had directions for commercials, they'll say, uh, okay, now when you say the word and in this sentence, I want you to imagine you're in a moonlit beach and you've been jilted by your girlfriend, but you don't care. What?
1: <laughs> what? Oh, I don't you know, even know what that means.
0: They tried audio stuff in it right? and, and, and and my point about you were saying well we're gonna could you please scream like you're going up? Ah could you scream like you're going left? Ah could you scream <laughs> like you're going right? Ah dude, <laughs> you no know, a little bit more right.
1: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, shit.
0: and and we had a we had a we had a, a a French guy he couldn't speak he was directing the English person of this cartoon but he <laughs> couldn't speak a word of English but his girlfriend was the the person running the whole thing and he said he draws very good pictures so he would his, <laughs> he would his, he would walk into the studio with his little drawing he said you see the pixel here of the back the back on the tree the, the back he's putting down the back, we we got an hour to record our show to see the, the falling of the back and go, ah. <laughs> And you think, dude, just say fall high to low, two seconds with an impact at the end. Give me some air before the impact. Ah, Ugh, done. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. But it is. Anyway, my my, my point about, about uh, that's an interesting thing to do with 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 voice work is that's part of our job as a voice person is thinking what the director is thinking, how much they want to know what you're thinking, how yeah. little mm-hmm. they want to know. Because some some directors are really really interested in what the voice artist is thinking.
1: Oh, yeah. they, it, yeah.
0: and some of them just either couldn't care less. or don't have it together enough to ask the question and you know if you're if you voice people watching this and and i'm sure you know any uh the good voice people will will understand what i'm saying but i've seen people go into sessions and do their act that's the other thing is you don't go into a session and do your act (laughs) can you imagine if you're sitting there with two other voiceovers and you got one voiceover sitting next to you doing every joke you ever thought of Oh man. You know, they like you know, things like etiquette and things like that. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm going back to stuff I know that I forgot I knew. Those <laughs> are all interesting aspects of uh of voice work. It's it's important to you gotta have a certain certain levity, but it's also real serious. You know, it's important. Sorry, I'm rambling. No,
1: you're, <laughs> oh, fine. you're fine. You're fine. I like I like your, your theory about the audio people and visual people it's not I, it's
0: not cut and dry but it can happen
1: well i i i think i understand it because i'm definitely more audio i'm and i i do suck at drawing but i also I've, I've never had that ability where visual people they can also hear so it's probably they just they don't understand that there are depths to audio that they aren't yes being able to it's sing like People saying mm-hmm. i can speak
0: therefore i can be a voice guy Is right it? no <laughs> no <laughs> no no <laughs> It's like baseball.
1: <laughs> I was, I was trying to describe to, to my wife how for write, writing music it didn't like when I heard things it it wasn't I wasn't hearing sounds. I it was more like a visual I was seeing the sounds and it made me it made it easier for me to move things around and place it into what I wanted. And I was trying to describe to her like I don't hear guitar parts in a normal way that people that i the the same way i would listen to a song is not how i'm hearing it when i'm writing a song it's just completely different she doesn't she didn't understand what i was trying to convey oh. and so well, this it,
0: is and, and this is where she 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 grabs you by the lapel and says you gotta take that job at that insurance company don't <laughs> talk <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah i mean yeah you, you you can uh, you can overanalyze the stars might lie but the numbers never do i mean i've done stuff where i where where i swore that what i was recording was perfect and you listen really hard and it's just not right and there's and there's no and there's no way around it you got to make the sound you know how does how does uh how does beyonce sound like beyonce because she sounds like that
1: right You, know, mm-hmm.
0: she, you, you, you know, all these singers out there trying to you know uh you know, uh, how do you do Richard Watterson? I don't know how you do Richard Waterson, you just do Richard Watterson. you know, uh, <laughs> oh, the donut cop, oh, those guys, you do your teeth him. You know, it's, it's 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 the way you do it, the, the way you sound, but you got to be really kind of hard on yourself as far as audio stuff and you know what you're hearing. It's, it, my son is, is, is uh singing, and 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 I didn't want to say it, but I said, dude, you're consistently under on that note, just like your dad. <laughs> you know oh, did i inherit that from you oh shit but it's important while you're learning too uh, uh, because i never had that i never had somebody you know walking out of the bathroom say dude you're flat you, not that i'm like a showbiz dad but you, you hear things and, and you try, yeah. to, try to try to help uh, for sure but it, the, the process the process is 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 fun and and you know like i'm, I'm about to go do an audition now and I know that he's going to be because I'm over thirty years old. He's probably going to be a he's probably going to be a tough fifty year old guy somewhere like that. And you know, you just got to do this stuff all day, don't you? And he's, you know, and and, and 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 if they say that, that's what I think. That's what I want to say it like. And, and 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 so you become you are going to become a pastiche of yourself. Have they heard it before? And if you, it's all the second guessing yourself. You know? mm-hmm. All you can do is I'm I got a very Protestant work ethic, New England (laughs) Protestant work ethic about the whole thing. I don't care about the competition. I hang my. This is what you could take from the from the interview. I hang my sign on my door and say, "This is what I do," (laughs) and that's all you can do. Because you you know, if you if you worried about the numbers of people and how difficult it is, it's.
1: Well, see, I I guess I was raised on the uh, the other side of the track. I have a very Catholic upbringing, which means I feel guilty about everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I, I
0: hear that. I think that was overplayed a little bit. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, there is that. <laughs> there is that. No, we, I, we, we are, we are, we, yeah, society was, you don't think about it, but society was pretty, pretty conservative in, in England and in the, Fifties and sixties, but uh, it was a nice place to grow up. It was great. Boston was just rocking. It was wonderful. Anyway, listen, guys, thank you very much. I will see you later, and right, uh, have a nice day in Ohio.
2: Yeah, oh, for you sure. You too. Enjoy All your right. evening. Uh, We're gonna enjoy the rest of our morning. <laughs>
0: okay. See you later. Enjoy your morning. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.
2: <laughs> All right, there it is, guys. Another yeah. episode of two dads in a podcast the podcast i loved the i loved the stories he told yeah it, it he he had some really fun stories and and yeah he but actually there, mentioned a lot of
1: them had to get cut out
2: too yeah there were a few that they had to get cut uh, out
1: but i don't i didn't hear the the crazy ant story
2: no, yeah
1: <laughs> that one got cut
2: out <laughs> yeah you know it's a for for our time constraints because you know that that interview the, the, we sat down and the, talked uh, no with one, him for an hour and a half his aunt knew
1: steve winwood
2: yeah archie but comics didn't know Steve
1: Winwood was steve winwood
2: <laughs> yeah and he was going to the bahamas
1: <laughs> so find the find find that on patreon and yeah, Yeah. you get the full story just like you can find uh well billings lee and i's 20 minute conversation about ufos yep yep yep
2: yep there's some really good stuff that that has to get cut out but uh (laughs) you know that's that's just how it is that's just how it is but yeah he was a lot of fun to talk to but thank you guys so thank you guys so much for listening to another interview series. If you want to catch mm-hmm. more of them, suggest some people for us. If you have any comments that you want to let us know about, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at 2dap2020 at gmail.com. already told you fuckers about the Patreon. So, here's one thing. Just share it. Share it with a friend. That one
1: nerdy person you know. Suggests the podcast to them. Yeah. And if everybody does that. We're on we're Audible on now, too,
2: knows. actually. So.
1: Yes. Yes, we, I mean, you can find the podcast just about goddamn anywhere. Except for no. iHeartRadio. I, I will not work with those people, yes.
2: That's yeah. correct. Yep. So, but Unless, unless all right guys. they offer me a job. Then, then. <laughs> <laughs> then I will change my <laughs> tune completely. You know, if, if they're going to pay me, that's a different story. Completely. So, all right, guys. <laughs> thanks so much, and we'll catch you next time. Love you all.